Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you talking about this week, brother? Ryan, we are going to play another round of Better Know Your History Killer Freaks Edition. And we have yet another country joining the family as we give a big international hello. What about you, Ryan? This week, we fly out to Chicago to keep an eye on the Jussie Smollett trial. Mm. And I elicit a Pavlovian response from my co-host that may last a lifetime. But as always, we talk about what's important. I form sentimental attachments to arbitrary things, Tyler. How do you feel about that? I can relate to it, but you can go off the deep end sometimes. What do you think that is? What do you think is the psychological component there where all of a sudden, I I think people will probably see themselves most in this, and I'm totally guessing, in clothes, my lucky shirt, my lucky socks, where you form this emotional attachment to what amounts to some cotton. Well, we were never taught how to love properly as kids, Ryan. So, and, I'll, and I'll never learn. So our emotions just were flown around all willy-nilly, and they were uh, invested in other things that don't really matter. They were invested in vests. Now, do you, th- do you think it's unhealthy, or do you think that maybe that's a good thing? I think anything could be unhealthy if you do it too much. Okay, well, let me give you some examples. I've already said clothes. Let me give you some examples of things that I have formed weird attachments to. Water bottles. Tyler and I carry water bottles around in the heat of South Florida, and also just to show people from far away we're dickheads. We carry around water so we can be hydrated at all times. Ryan only fills his yay hype, so it looks like he's drinking all the time. Damn, this guy is incredible. <laughs> it's 8 o'clock in the morning, and that's his third one. Um, so so I, I lost one of those when we were in Portugal. Still dreaming about you, yellow. Miss you, baby. What's going on in your life? Not a lot, Tyler. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah, yellow's an ugly color. Okay, backpack and my sleeping bag. When I was on tour with the band, I I, I traveled around the world with them. I, I had maybe a mini session one day we'll do about this, an ex-girlfriend break into my car and take my backpack that I traveled the world with really did me some psychological damage. Well, you don't keep personal effects in your car when you have a crazy ex out on the loose, Ryan. Oh, so then I'm not allowed to have anything, Tyler? <laughs> it's just me traveling around with a bindle like a like a hobo. I can't live like that. Even that's not safe. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of the girlfriend I got right now. You should be. I also, I, I told you this, I have felt sad. This one is kind of embarrassing. I've felt sad pulling my stuff out of a storage space where I'm just looking around this place that I've been maybe, you know, an hour of total time and being like, man, that's some really good times here. <sighs> you know, it, yeah, just, you're a crazy person. Is that weird? Yes. It's just my, over- that specifically is weird. I really do feel like an overwhelming love for certain things that I become accustomed to. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've even told you as my last one, cause I think it's probably the craziest one. I never liked adding or taking away keys from my key ring because I had fallen in love with the sound of my jingle and my jangle. What's your take on that, Tyler? Certain tone you got to hit, Ryan. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you're a crazy person. It was a C concert flat, which I think those are musical terms, Tyler. Crazy person. Whether you're talking about key rings or G-strings, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate.
Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the microfiche of podcasting. To my left, the man, the myth, the monster, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? Have you used that one before? Because wow. that, that might be one of my favorites. I can't believe that you remember that. Yeah. I think I used it on like session two or something. Yeah, I yeah. was go, wow, I'm impressed by I you. I like that one. Now, normally, we would do on today's show right here for all you longtime Haitian Army members. We've decided to pull that out because we started doing the intro at the beginning. Do you mm -hmm. agree with this decision, Tyler? Yeah, yeah, I think it works perfectly. I, I, as I said to you when you brought it up, it was one of those things that I hadn't even considered, really, but it makes total sense. Well, and the way that things evolve, some things leave and some things show up. And I have something that I hope is going to be a mainstay on this show. But before we get into that... Your wiener. We touched on this a little bit, my wiener, on the mini sesh, and we talked about how last week we recorded a whole episode, we were very happy with it, we thought we lost it, we had to record it again the next day, and you showed up hammered on mimosas, Tyler. I did. Do you recall that? I recall talking about it. <laughs> I don't recall <laughs> recording it. Yes, I absolutely remember now, it. Now, yes. I do believe that there is some very funny sound from what is now the lost Tyler drunken episode. Yeah. Because we ended up editing and putting up the original one, which I think, for the audience, was a good thing to do because it's better. Sure. Yeah, In absolutely. the second one, I was very angry. You mm -hmm. were very drunk. Mm-hmm. Do you have any learning moments? And I'm not saying like, you know, oh, Ryan, I'm so sorry. I mean, is there anything that stands out from last week's drunken episode? Don't get shit-faced before an episode. Okay, well, I would agree with that. I just thought the whole situation was funny. You were slurring. I was angry, so I kept mentioning it, which was making you a little angry. Yes. It was, it was a real nice I just enjoyed the whole thing. Did you? I, I wish Because the way you're phrasing it now makes it seem like, yeah, you didn't enjoy it all that no, much. No, no. Now that's all fixed, I, I am. Now, the thing is, I wish that we could take some of that audio. I don't have access to it. I would love to cut it up so you could hear back on some of those things. I'm so glad that we found the other episode because I went to edit the old episode. And as I'm listening to it, I'm like... <sighs> Yeah, Tyler was slurring, and the thing that really upset me about it was first sip of mimosa, baby. It I got me. have specifically warned of the dangers of mimosas on this show. You and I drank probably more than we should. Mimosas specifically are evil. Their 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 requirement of daylight. Yeah. Uh, the the, the slippery slope that is the champagne. And they're delicious. Oh, my god. They're goodness. delicious. It's like candy for your nose, They Tyler. have no... That's something else. They have, <laughs> they have no right to be that good. And that's the thing. I mean, it's just a little bit of juice, a little bit of... Like the juice. Hey, like the juice, huh? All right, Tyler. So what I was referring to earlier was I recently had been reading an article about something kind of inane, okay? I read... That J-Lo, at a point in her career, are you familiar with J-Lo? Uh, I am familiar with her, yes. Tell the audience, because I'm using the nickname. Hispanic singer. And I, Come on, man. You've heard of Jennifer Lopez. I didn't even say her name. You're Who hasn't heard of J-Lo? Was she the original Hispanic booty? Was that even before Kim Kardashian? Oh, definitely before Kim Kardashian. When, when I was growing up, cleavage. Boobage was what it was all about. You never heard anybody talking about large posteriors. Yeah. And <laughs> but they're, they're bottom, Tyler. You sound like somebody that at the time would not talk about large butt saying posterior. Posteriors. And at some point. Got a big old rump. In our childhood, mm -hmm. 
high knees became the thing, Tyler. Yeah. And do you think Miami made that big? I mean, it's it's huge down here, figuratively and literally. I do believe that the Latin culture had something to do with it. I am reticent to just put it all on Miami, but I do believe it was part of it. Sure. You want to put it all on JLo? I read somewhere that at some point in her life, JLo has employed a professional nipple tweaker, Tyler. Mm. A professional nipple mm. tweaker. Now, when I say that mm. to you, what's your automatic idea of what a professional nipple tweaker is, Tyler? Well, my assumption is, well, I mean, my brain immediately wants to go dirty, but it's not because JLo's a professional and she don't work like that. So she is- Jenny from the block. She has hired a professional nipple tweaker, uh -huh. keyword there, professional yes, yes. so what is obviously happening yes. is is to make sure that those nips are on <laughs> point she has somebody come in and just just pinch them a little bit just pinch them just the right amount so they pop out of her shirt now i think that that's great because you nailed it I okay knew, is that right did i get it right it's exactly Woo! right it's exactly right and you assume this guy is a professional uh it's a guy i'm sure that they would charge him 50 dollars in erection or whatever how much money do i have to give you to do this <laughs> now here's the thing okay i would do it too hard i was wondering am i being tricked by the internet is this just one of those pictures that you're catching it from the wrong angle is this even real so i i wanted to show it to you oh they have a picture of somebody doing it to that's her. exactly right oh fantastic and, and I thought moving forward, what could be great for this show, have you ever seen those things where it's like, um, this is the way that the media portrays this picture, but then you get the picture from another angle and it's something entirely different? Absolutely, which happens all the time. I honestly would love if we could find that kind of information on the internet. That I think that could be great for the show. For sure. So I want to send you this picture and I want you to look at it and tell me if I've been tricked by the internet. But even more than that, what I want to introduce is a sounder. What's great about this show as we're getting better and better is that we're developing our own unspoken language here behind the cameras. You know what I'm talking about? Our hieroglyphics. Our hieroglyphics, our Rosetta Stoned. So now if we hold up a pen or a finger, that means we're ready to go. So we're, we're slowly building up rapport and working better and better silently. So I thought when I have a picture for you, something that I've sent to your computer just to let you know. Maybe I can make a little sounder for oh, you. Oh, here it comes. No, I'm, I'm being dead serious. No, I know, but is this not the Pavlovian sound that you want to set up so where every time I hear it, my brain melts a little bit more? I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Tyler, get out of my head. Now, when you hear this, that means that you have mail waiting for you. And I made it a little bit longer so it could kind of help us transition. Let's hear it Great. by itself first. Very excited. And then from now on, we'll just kind of roll right through oh, it, that's okay? that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got mail. You, you, you've got mail. You've got mail. You, you, you've got mail. This is the short version. Well, this is going to be underneath us. Ah, okay. Okay. Got you. It's so, not haunting whatsoever. What are you talking about? Now check out the... <laughs> Tyler, check out the... <laughs> what the hell was that? I didn't hear anything. So is, from is now it, on, is it an email? Is that what it it's is? It's an email. Sure, I don't want. We I, need to. We, we're gonna. We're gonna actually cut this because I don't want the audience to know how low tech we are. I was gonna say we need to. We need to upgrade this. <laughs> the The problem is, and we really will cut all this. The airdrop just doesn't work yeah. at all times. So yeah. this is like our 
our, our best way of doing it. Damn you, Trabajo. All right, so check out this picture. All right, here we go. So right. I'm, I'm, the picture's loading right now. Um, I mean, the thing is, is I could see how, how people could say, hey, this is you getting um, tricked by the internet. Because it's just, it's an arm coming off from the side of the camera uh, from out of frame, and it's hovering over her boob, but you can't actually see the nipple. Of, I mean, of course you can't see the nip. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. And that's the deal. I don't even know if this is it. Man, she looks great there. She does. I don't know if this is even real because, and here's why, I don't mean to break this down too much, but her shirt doesn't seem to be displaced in a tweakage pattern. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like a bowling ball in the middle of a trampoline, you're not seeing everything shoot to one side. You know what I mean? That's one way of putting it. As a nipple tweaker, this guy's doing a terrible job. You don't know. You can't see the nipple. You don't know what his, what his process is. So we've got a new addition to the show, and I like that we're consistently growing and becoming more professional. But let's go back to something we've done a million times. Let's do the depression index. No one cares you don't what know what the depression do the index is. Is a machine that I built with JLo's nipples, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how are you feeling this week, brother? And you know what I'm going to ask you? How many days this week did you take your antidepressants? Another seven days. You're lying. Ryan. You're lying. Is seven that true? I've okay. been on a roll. Baby. Okay, now listen. I am going to give you the utmost audio honor here, but I'm genuinely proud of you. Thank you. Why are you seeing? such a nice streak. What is going on right it, now, It's Tyler? just the benefits Your are... Your kill count is through the roof. <laughs> ...are accumulating right now. And as I say all the time, it will get better. This is it getting better. It has to happen eventually if you're putting the work in. And the, the universe is that of balance, which means it will also get worse. But before we delve into that... <laughs> uh, other way, Tyler. <laughs> before we delve into that, let me give you the ultimate audio honor. Mm. And three times. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely proud of you. Thank Tyler. you. You thank have you, been you. on the up and up. I and have. I, I, I'm proud of you. Thank You're you. Doing great. Thank you. All right. So, what do you got this week, brother? Ryan, I am going to, for the first time, reuse a theme. At least I think it's the first time I'm doing this. My memory hey, is shite. You're the man, the myth, the monster, Tyler. You can do whatever you want. Thank you. Session 97, the theme is which I'm going to reuse from session 75. Ryan, follow the fear. This is something that I heard from Ben Kissel over at Last Podcast on the Left, which his improv teacher told him, you got to follow the fear. You got to do the things that make you scared. And now why would somebody want to do that? To get out of the rut, Ryan. The thing that we are avoiding when I, when I isolate myself in my room or when you do drugs or any coping mechanism you use, it's to get away from these uncomfortable feelings. But the only way out is through those uncomfortable feelings. And that's the fear. That's what the fear is. The fear keeps you from doing things. It's recognizing that those uncomfortable feelings, not only are they not gonna kill you, they are stopping you from living Correct. in a lot of ways. And I'm glad that you said this because I've had this on my notes for a little while. I wanted to do a Tyler Menendez observations, but I didn't want to blindside you. I wanted to ask you about it before, but I always have so much to put on the show. I just haven't gotten around to it. I would love on one episode to really talk about the way that you isolate. I think that people would be interested in it because maybe some people would 
see some understanding in it, and some people would not see some understanding in sure. it, which would also be interesting. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but forgive me, but when you said that, it made me think of it. But please continue. No, that's okay. And I was just gonna say that that the fear keeps you from from living it, or as you said, the fear keeps you from living. But it's not just in improv. It's not just with art or with with what we're doing here. It's literally everything in your life. We talk about all the time. My anxiety got so bad going to Publix sure. was an anxiety ridden experience and I was keeping myself from living in the most basic of ways and simply following the fear meaning I'm getting out of bed and I'm just going and living my life in the most again basic form possible I've seen it that is fear inducing for me and by me following it I am slowly Climbing my way out of depression like, little by little. I like digging your way out. Is that a possibility? No, because I'm going up. Right now yeah. I'm in the pit and I'm going up. You Maybe can't you'll dig come up out right. in Australia, Tyler. Can't dig up right. You don't know. But what I will tell you is oh. I've experienced some of that before and I've been in Publix and just decided to get rid of items on my list because I don't want to go to that aisle or, ah, you know what? I don't even need it. Milk, overrated. We're, mm -hmm. we're probably supposed to be lactose intolerant in any way. I don't need that shit. This is a mutation. I yeah. don't need this shit. So, and I think everybody has experienced what you're describing in some form or fashion. Even the drinking, it is, hey, I'm uncomfortable right now. I could drink that little magic potion and bang, all of it will be gone. Of course, I'll wake up in the parking lot of Walmart like I always do. That's but, why it's uh, a magic potion, I Ryan. Love it. And my butt always hurts. What's up with that? <laughs> You're doing it right. <laughs> wow. I've never got a right at the end of that. Ryan, this week I am at a four. Two. Well, that's all you got left. Squirt, uh, squirt, squirt. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, four is a great for you, and I'm happy that you're doing so well. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Get it up! Although, if I don't make it to a 10, we can't have our depression part. We'll get there. Don't you worry about Yay. that. This week, I have one sentence written down. I don't know if it's a quote or it's not a quote or whatever. My <laughs> it will be when you say it. It is now. I'm not afraid of being afraid. I have covered this. It's very much like what you said. Mm -hmm. I have covered this so much, and I'm going to take it from the maximum where you're talking about getting out of your room and, and just living life, and I'm going to put it down to the minimum, which is just these little brushes of anxiety in my stomach during the day, just these habits of how I think, where all of a sudden I'm having a great day and something the most minuscule of things happen. And all of a sudden now I'm in this negative spiral and what's stopping me from getting from where I am to where I want to be is my fear of those feelings. Much like you said, if you can just say, hey, this is just anxiety right now and I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to keep on living my life. I don't believe in you. You know, much like COVID, I think that that is how we make it to where we want to go, Tyler. And uh, you and I are on the same page this week. I am going to spin the wheel before I do good quotes by bad people. Thank God. Because I'm a cheater, brother. He gets away with not spinning the damn wheel, man. I will tell you, Tyler, I, for the first time in my life, I am in a place where I feel like I can genuinely quantify the progress that I'm making. Not because it's the first time I made progress, but I'm finally learning how to do so and being proud of myself and really for the first time in my life, and maybe this is heartbreaking to hear, and maybe it's heartbreaking to say, but it is true. For the first time in my life, I'm not dealing with myself in a mean way. I'm not dealing with myself with some mild to extreme form of hatred. And for that, I'm very proud and thankful. That is, I mean, when I hear that, that is certainly not 
uh, a bad thing to hear or said or whatever the adjective is you used. I think of that as a beautiful thing. No, and, and I do appreciate that, but I think a lot of people, maybe not the, the people who listen to this show, maybe the constituency for this show, the reason they're interested is because they're so introspective. But I think a lot of people hear that and they're like, hatred for yourself? How could you hate yourself? What the F are you talking about? It's really easy to do, trust me. The thing is, I'm glad you said that. I think there are a lot of people out there who are dealing and living on a daily basis with self-hatred that have no clue. They are blind to it. Absolutely. Much like the smell of my ass, it's around me so much, I don't even smell it anymore. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Come here. Come here. (laughs) This week... I am challenging everybody to look inside and see if the way that they feel is truly the way that they feel. I've had a great week because not that everything has been easy, but I love my way of dealing with it. And this week, I am at a three. One, two, three. And before I get into my good quotes by bad people. You always have to outdo me. Well, it's on accident, I'm sure. I'm seeing it a lot in my relationships, the way that I am being able to, not just with my girlfriend, not just with you, not just with with people in my life, I'm more willing to be vulnerable and put out how I actually feel instead of always worrying about how is this person going to take this and how do I tailor it to them taking it the way I want it. So that they react in a way that I am already picturing them reacting. Absolutely. Like I have to say the thing, so you react the way that I'm expecting you to. I'm gonna put the puzzle pieces together to get the picture that I'm expecting. And that is no way to live a life. Anyway, I'm sorry, Hannibal Lecture is in the building. All right, Tyler, good quotes by bad people. What? No, no, go ahead, please. okay, you scared me. Good quotes by bad people, Tyler. Who said this gem? The past is a ghost, the future a dream. All we ever have is now. Was that Mother Teresa, that bitch? No, I would would never let her words exit my mouth, Tyler. (laughs) That was that one fun-loving, jello-eating Bill Cosby time. Oh, Bill Cosby? Cosby. You know, bad people, what did he do? Uh, well, he put his thingy in the whoop-whop while they were doing the snooze-snazzle. He's a rapist, Tyler. <laughs> that was really good. Always room for Cosby while you're sleeping in your penis. Always room for another pill. <laughs> you gotta really suck it if you want to feel the Spanish fly. <laughs> so, Tyler, I'm proud of my Bill Cosby. I'm proud of it too, that except was... maybe you shouldn't have delivered the news of rape. Well, a Bill Cosby. I promise that I'll be doing an apology tour with the heat pop and the woobity wobble. <laughs> but before we do that, Tyler, where'd I leave my push pop? I need for you to get into this Star Trek transporter. Yay! Because we are going to Chicago. And oh, wait, my ass is on backwards, Tyler. What, wait a minute. What happened? Damn, this thing is nice. How come never, nobody told me it was so big? <laughs> we just made that up. That's us. Now, Tyler. Mel Brooks, who? We are going to. <laughs> The Jussie Smollett trial. Now, yeah. now, the way that Get In works is you and I don't ever talk about what's coming. It's just me knowing. What do you know about Jussie, which isn't a real name, Smollett, Tyler? Well, I just love that out of all the destinations we've been to, you decide to use the one that teleports us instantaneously to somewhere that's, what, three hours away by flight? Traffic <laughs> is terrible in Chicago. <laughs> 
and violence, Tyler. <laughs> and I'm just scared. I just, it, we're it, in and out. I don't it, care it, if my ass is on backwards. Let's do this thing. <laughs> I did. I was actually shocked to learn that it was still on. Like, I thought it would. It had been taken care of. Already. COVID, man. COVID. It, oh, yeah. It, 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 it preceded COVID. And I wonder if that had something to do with the infamy in which it rose to. Because keep in mind the times. Well, we're talking about true. it without explaining what happened. So please uh, explain to the audience what you know about Jesse Smollett. And I will follow up with what I know. Well, I will admit my ignorance in that I had no idea who this guy was prior to this incident. I still don't. I know, well, the, sh I know the show that he was on, but I've never seen it. Yeah, so. agreed. What was it, Empire? Correct. Yeah, he was an actor. And I, from what I understand, he was an up-and-comer. He was getting popular. He was getting roles. And then he apparently facilitated- Allegedly. Allegedly facilitated this fake- racist attack where he said a group of MAGA people uh, uh, sh uh, came up on him while he was walking down the road and beat him up and I think put a noose around his neck. Okay, so here's what happened. He reported a crime. He is both black and gay. Oh, black I can tolerate. Gay? It's two strikes against you, Jesse. Whoa, two. Just kidding. Because <laughs> he's male. Just a little <laughs> joke. Yes, 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 yes. So, just those two, male and gay. That's it. I can see two women kissing, but just joking. I, I need to get out of this. Please, you're making it so much worse. <laughs> That's kind of gay. Now, the thing is here is that he reported an attack on his person. He was beat up. Someone poured bleach on him. Oh, wow. They used homosexual epithets. They that I could see. put <laughs> a noose around his neck. Yeah, out of everything there. And then let him walk. I don't know. <laughs> out, of, out of everything there, the one thing that really doesn't phase me is the use of the gay slurs. Like, oh, you got bleach dumped on your head. You got a noose around your neck. And they may have called him a fag in the process. <laughs> like, Wait of course they did. I don't think you can say that. Well, I guess well, you can I, say I, that. I can say that. Oh, is it still I, I, a hateful term? Or? I, I'm a fag. Okay, Tyler. So hey. I'm very uncomfortable. So to make a long story, not as long. Mm -hmm. This guy, apparently, it seems as though he put this whole thing together by himself. And you got to keep in mind the time in which this happened, which was such a peak level of racial uncertainty and tension in this country. This was at peak Donald Trump time, was it not? Yeah, yeah, it was. It seemed like he was trying to use the mood uh, within the country to boost his own to, fame. To capitalize his own and, Q rating. And it never works, guys. I think the Q stands for queer. You're, <laughs> you can't say that, Ryan. What? Don't they give you a queer rating on <laughs> back pages? This guy's nine and a half. Um, it never works. Guys, you're going to get found out that person that you're working with, that part-time actor who's looking for his big break, yeah. he's going to turn on you. Yeah, he's a DJ <laughs> and a dentist and a, and a professional bodybuilder. He is, and it seems to me like it was put together in, in seemingly a poor fashion. I mean, it seems almost cartoonish Yes, in the noose. I, I don't know. So anyway, I don't want to judge this guy too hard because he's already paying the price of everybody just pointing and laughing and treating him like, poop -a -la, la la Well, not just that. Very much like Henry Ruggs III, the, the Las Vegas Raiders football team, he was driving 156 miles per hour. He does this really stupid act. The acts aren't the same, obviously, but he does this stupid act. Dude, you're on top of the world, man. You're, you're, you're making money. You're in Hollywood. You're acting. You're doing all these things. You're going to pull this shit? You're going to make this decision and ruin it? Well, and you know what? I, I was getting ready to move on past this, but I'm glad you brought this up. 
I believe that this shows, and I, I think we've talked about it on this show many times about CEOs and all that stuff. This shows some behavior of somebody whose psychological health does not seem to be, we were just talking about it. Can't you see somebody who's achieved everything that they've ever wanted and found it empty? Them turning to drinking like Henry Ruggs or them looking for more like Jussie Smollett, not a real name. Uh, don't you think that this just shows you that sometimes people get to the precipice of where they've been reaching for their whole lives and it's still empty and they're still hollow individuals. I, I, again, I know I'm judging this guy, but these are the actions of somebody who's not a good dude. I, I'm, I feel bad saying that, but I also believe it. Sure. Well, in, in the case of Henry Ruggs III, I will say that I, I believe with him, it wasn't that, and I don't know him, I don't think it was and, that. And forgive that's me, okay. Henry Ruggs III, football player, got into a car accident 150 miles an hour in a Lamborghini, and he was hammered. He was very, very drunk, and killed the lady and her dog. Killed the lady and her dog. Like, that's how John Wick got started. Yeah, Tyler. yeah, yeah. But now, but if John Wick was the woman, he she's not coming back for anyone uh, it's, it, it was a decision, but with him, I think it was a feeling of, of feeling, um, totally invulnerable to everything. I, I think that he, as an athlete was on top of the world and you're thinking, dude, nothing could touch me. And you're hammered. And you're hammered. And you're hammered. hammered with Jesse small, small, fake name, Jesse. No, I'm not calling him that fake name. Fair enough. Uh, no, with Jesse Smollett, I think he. Saw it. You're making him French. I don't know, man. Okay, well, I know who you're talking about. I'm Thank sorry. Thank you. I won't obstruct you. Thank you. I think with him is he saw it as an opportunity to capitalize. Or Henry, Henry Ruggs wasn't capitalizing on anything. He was just being an idiot. Yeah, well, the idea is I think it's that same thing. Hey, I'm going to pull this off. I'm famous. I'm an up-and-comer. I can have somebody pour bleach on me, call me the F word, and, and scream MAGA, and nobody will ever look into it. Yeah. And it's like... What? Yeah. What? Yeah. And I think just like with Harvey Weinstein, you get to the top of this thing. You're in Hollywood. You think you're a god. You you can do anything, and there will never be any repercussions. You've got now let's mail. try this out. You, let's see you, if this works just as well this time, Tyler. Now, please. And I think that this is going to push this conversation even further. Please tell the listener what you're looking at. All right, picture number two, Ryan. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? It's, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's uh, Patrick Starr from SpongeBob SquarePants, but somebody has Photoshopped uh, big googly eyes on him, some very full red lips, and a vagina. Like a legitimate <laughs> vagina. One human vagina. Vagina. Yeah, that's it, man. And and now I think that this show this is, is going to stay with me. Well, because you're, you're really like pushing your face up against the monitor, Tyler. Now, the <sighs> thing is, is that I think this is going to be more interactive, not just with the audience. Oh, great. Interactive. But, Wonderful. But between us. Yeah. Between oh, us, great. which, which yeah. I'm really excited about. Super excited. So, um, Tyler, do you have an international hello for me? I do. Let's hear what you got. In case you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. And those here for your reverse hand jobs, promised to you by Ryan, the line starts over there. They're not reverse if I look right at it. The international hello is our way of welcoming a new country into the Menendez family. This is obviously how we want to do it. This yeah. microphone looks like a robot dick. On Ryan the is deep throating his microphone. Huh? Ryan, yo, the Philippines, heard of it? 
I have. Good. Uh, they are an archipelago. 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 Correct. You taught me that word like two weeks ago. Correct. First of all, it's the second largest inhabited archipelago in the world. And the first is, wow, I would have guessed that is the number one. The first is Hawaii. Right next door, it's the Malay uh, islands, which is Indonesia and, okay. and all of that. Th those are very heavily populated. Am I very correct? heavily populated. Right. Yes, but Philippines as well. There, oh, all of it. The entire yeah. that entire area. Now there are places like the archipelago in northern Canada, which is deemed uh, thirty thousand island archipelago, but, but it's, it's uninhabited. It's unlivable because it's like negative a thousand degrees. Nobody wants to live that life. Celsius. Yeah, this archipelago has over 7,500 islands, but only 2,000 of them are inhabited. Uh, spot for our future cult, ladies and gentlemen? Or sort of like a like an evil layer. I mean, one, uh, one a, in the same, right? A regular layer. A regular layer. <laughs> a happy layer. <laughs> of death. We, <laughs> we should also say thank you to them. The Philippines is the top supplier of nurses in the world. Roughly 25% of overseas nurses come from there. Why do you think that is? I Just um, I have no idea. Huh. That's very, very interesting. Okay. Ryan, what are the two biggest sports in the Philippines? Uh, cricket. Okay. Soccer. Soccer is always a good. Did you not read the packet I gave you before the show? No, I was being a Filipinas. You've already used that joke huh. multiple times over the last four episodes. That's unfortunate. Uh, so not soccer. Soccer is always a good guess. Basketball. Okay. Is the second sense. most popular sport. It is beloved, but even more so boxing. Oh, oh, because of Manny Pacquiao. Correct. Okay, cool. Correct. As cool. a matter of fact, boxing is so popular there specifically because of Manny Pacquiao, who is Filipino and not that great at boxing what? over the last decade. Well, I mean, he was great when he was in his prime. Also like the prime minister. He was like 10 different things. Yep, yep. But when he fought Floyd May Mayweather Jr., also one of the most famous boxers in the world, back in 2015, the Metro Manila, which comprises 16 cities, including their capital, more than 13.5 million residents during the fight, there were zero crimes. Wow, that's pretty good. 16 cities, 13 and a half million people, no crime. Out of respect to you, Manny Pacquiao. Well, no, everybody was watching the fight. It yeah. wasn't respect. No, it was I know. just everybody was busy. Our third fact, Ryan, Yo. they have one of the single most interesting geological formations in the world. Now, which, which is? Follow me here. The largest island of the Philippines is the island of Luzon. On that island is a massive lake named Lake Tal. In that lake is another island called Volcano Island. And on Volcano Island, you'll find Main Crater Lake. And inside Main Crater Lake, Lake is Vulcan Point Island. Okay. It is a lake on an island, which has another island, which has a lake, which has another island. How big it. is that island? I feel like I'm standing on a postage stamp at the, that point. Oh, the, the, the smallest island yeah. is tiny, and it all comprises the smallest active volcano in the world. I'm thinking of the water like boiling around me. Do I have that correct no. in my mind's eye? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess when magma's shooting out of the top, sure. sure. But no. That scene in Shrek that where it's being guarded by the by the dragon. Is that, <laughs> is that real? And then you got to get a donkey to hit on the dragon for some reason. And then you watch the donkey and the dragon fuck, bro. But then he gets lost up in there because the dragon's 50 times the size of mm, the donkey. That's why God invented tentacles, Tyler.
What's the deal with tentacle porn? Should we get Dr. Drew on tentacle porn? We, we have to. That's I, actually an excellent point. I we am, have to. I'm going to, because we talk about tentacle porn all the time. I don't know anything about it other than that I love it and watch it all the time. Well, and it got started in Asia. All right. Japan specifically, I believe. Dr. Drew, literally get on it. Yes. Now, did that all sound amazing, Ryan? The tentacle porn? No, no, the, 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 no, the you're, yes, Philippines. Yes, stuff. Philippines. It all sounds amazing. And in terms of the, the, does the water boil at the lake? No, it's a very popular tourist Boo! destination. And finally, Ryan, all that being said, with one of the single most archaic and draconian policies on drug reform, since taking office, outgoing President Rodrigo Duterte has overseen the murder slash execution of between 12,000 and 20,000 Filipino residents. In the first year of his reign, 54 children were murdered. Wow. Uh, Under his... Under his reign by the police force. Huh. And of course, the population hit hardest by this is the poor. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way that it goes. Philippines... Welcome to the Menendez family. Except for that guy. <laughs> no, no, he's not welcome. Yeah, you get at you scat. He's scat, not welcome. I say you scat. Yeah, not poop, leave. Uh, well, let's not be too specific. I love it, and we are welcoming the Philippines into the Menendez family. We love when a new country starts listening, and we appreciate everybody who can hear our voices right now. When is the last time you've heard the term death squads? Not it, honestly, it's been too long, Tyler. Because he employed death squads and sent them out and said, if you ex- suspect anyone of dealing in drugs, you kill them on the spot. Wow. Um, I got to tell you, death squads probably a bad thing. Bad, badass name. It's a great name. Badass. Name. It's a great name. But they, are, I, I no good people in history have ever employed death squads. It's usually relegated just to the bad ones. And we are gonna change that rule. <laughs> we'll be right back. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys on this piece of paper the world's hardest tongue twister tyler oh wow and i would love for you to give it a shot 
you hate. And I didn't even do my, hold on, I gotta do my tongue warm ups. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ah. That's enough tongue warm ups. <laughs> Those guys you hate. Red circle. I've got an interesting story that I, I can tell very quickly that is strange. It's a weird story, Tyler. Um, You've already got me. Tell the story. And I would like to, do we have a clue on what story we're going to be telling for the mini sesh this week? I've, t- I've done a couple of mine in a row. That's okay, though. That doesn't matter. Okay. Because I've got, something happened to me last night that reminded me of a very funny story that I could tell on a different mini sesh. But I'm at work, and there's a kid who comes in with his family. This kid has got to be nine years old, ten years old. Uh, I guess I won't say his name. I love you, mommy. Thank God it's not that kid. Oh yeah, I saw God. him recently, by the way. How's he doing? Um, Murdered a bunch of people. We'll yet? probably have to cut this out because there's no backstory on this whole thing. But you know, same as always. Traumatized deeply. Yeah, deeply. Is she still in there kissing dudes? Uh, she hasn't gotten wrecked like that since, but she has slowly started coming back in more and more. So I'm pretty excited about that. Here it comes. I'm at work last night, and there's a kid who comes in there all the time, as a matter of fact, and I obviously won't say his name, but he is super buddy-buddy. Like, he's friends with everybody. He knows me by name. Hey, Ryan, blah, blah, blah. So that's the whole deal. In the middle of my crazy night, and I'm running around, I am around on the other side of the bar. I'm out by him, and he's there with his aunt, and he's like, hey, that's a cool belt buckle. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, can I touch it? It's a raised belt buckle. It has a a bull's head on it. What do you do in that circumstance, Tyler? Uh, Politely decline. (laughs) So you'd say no. Uh, Yeah, especially if you're, you said you're in the middle of all your shit at that moment, right? I mean, I'd I'd stop to talk to him. It wasn't insane, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess all you can, if you still want that tip, I guess all you can do is just thrust your pelvis out and let him graze it. I'm worried that he still wants that tip. What happened? Uh, I grabbed my belt. I mean, super uncomfortable. And the human brain is the fastest working computer on the planet. (laughs) In the universe. Made out of meat. You You don't know that. That we know of. Okay. And it immediately was like, if you decline his offer, you're going to look like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. So what I did was, got us a hotel room. No, what I did was grab my belt buckle and pulled it as far from my body as I possibly could. I might have taken it off completely. Okay, <laughs> now, we're go, ent- now we're entering a new problem. Oh, no, I just would have given it to him. Keep Here, it. Here's your new belt. <laughs> Keep it, you dickhead. So, I, like, I like that belt. <laughs> anyway, I had mentioned to you. And, and, he, and he touched it. He did. And we moved on. His aunt was within two feet. It was a terrible procedure. AJ... Fuck you. Was it romantic? It was nice. Did he did he gently caress? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be seeing him later. Good, good. We're, we're cutting all that. Good, good, good. All right. So, Tyler, earlier in the week, I had told you, I don't think we've ever done this segment this way, but I told you I had to hear ye, hear ye. I wanted to see if you wanted to get in on the game. Did you come up with one? No. Okay. Well, you're a piece of shit, Tyler. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So... This segment is where Tyler and I make a new rule for society that will henceforth be adhered to. This is a segment called Hear Ye, Hear Ye. Now, Tyler, this would work a lot better because it's very short if you had done one because there would be a nice balance, but you didn't, so I hate you. Now, let me ask you this question. What is the worst part 
of travel. Okay, everybody knows the best part of travel. You get to rub it in everybody else's face back home through Instagram. Of course, that's and TikTok, obviously. And you let them know those peasants don't know shit. And you are the man. That's obviously it. So that's obviously the best part. What is the worst part of travel, Tyler? Traveling. Okay, traveling. Actually going to the airport or the... Do people still do Greyhounds these days? Whatever the deal is, actual being in the air on the, the vehicle sucks balls. Okay, and that is very true. But if we could whittle it down just a little bit more, what's even worse than the travel there? It's the travel home. Because even with the travel there, there's that excitement. There's this building anticipation. The travel home is soul-sucking and just get me to my lavatory. Yeah. I've got serious Montezuma's revenge, mm -hmm. and I can, I mean, I'm filling up my pants like waiters, Tyler. Do you know what I'm talking about? Unfortunately, yes. But I digress. I digress. Please digress. The travel home is the worst. So, as king of this domain, I am decreeing I'm going to make the world a better place. From now on, no more travel home. <laughs> From now on, we're not doing that shit. Nobody likes it, so that's it. We're out of here, buddy. No more of that. So so you just want the entire world's population to be <laughs> gypsies. You want them to be transient. We can't use that word, Tyler. <laughs> yes, we can. We're going to bleep that. Yeah, no, we're not. Oh, yes, we are. That, that, that could offend some people. Who would it offend other than gypsies? Gypsies time. Now I'm doing it. Yes. I, listen. You, you want us to be so wherever we travel to, that's where we live. Listen to me. <laughs> listen to me, okay? That's the, the king is not in charge of logistics, Tyler. The king comes up with an idea and then lackeys make it happen. And the thing is, is hear ye, hear ye. We're supposed to be the heralds of these new laws. No more travel home, <laughs> Tyler. You're not doing it right. Now, speaking of... <laughs> Seeing our faults and pointing them out, let's do Wake and Review. Now, Tyler, last week I asked if micro penis was a real thing. Is it? It is. Hell yeah, I suck toes. Oh. Hell yeah, it is a real thing. And uh, did you did you look this up or a little it, bit? I just I didn't find it really all that interesting. When you say a little bit, like uh, it, is that a joke? They, or? they say that the average for and below of micro penises, I think three and a quarter inches or under is. is I got considered. three and two thirds. Oh, inches. there you go. There you go. Uh, it, or less is a micro penis. It's almost like your height defines whether or not you're a midget. Or excuse me. Whoa. We'll believe that too. Wow, man, we are a hateful bunch. Um, Don't include me in your. Never mind. Go ahead. You, well, I'm sitting here with one of the gypsy kings, and now he's looking down at me because I said midget. No pun intended. <laughs> Did it again. 0.6% of men have a micro penis, and it just got me thinking that maybe you and I could share a little bit. You're just going to abuse me with this. Tyler, if you could please check your, your inbox for small cocks, I would like for you to tell me what you got, Tyler. All right, it's loading, ladies and gentlemen. Number three. It's loading. Oh, that's a micro penis. <laughs> okay. Oh, it yeah. looks like a tiny little snowman figurine in between somebody's thighs. Now, now, let's put the the little shtick aside, and let's actually talk about this. How does that person have sex? And no making fun. I know we always go for the joke. And 
uh, how do you, you called it a snowman, Tyler? How? Well, oh, I said what it looks like. Can that person ever have sex or no? Uh, I actually read a cracked article on this okay. about how love a, you cracked great, great old iteration website. new iteration love you they did an interview with somebody who has a micro penis and talked about how they give pleasure to he's married they didn't even cater the interview Tyler. <laughs> i had to bring my own food are you done <laughs> almost um yeah and each and basically it just boiled down to uh you obviously find somebody that you fall in love with as an, and is understanding and you become really good at oral sex what about them? So they can never have sex. Can they have sex? Could you no no making fun because no, it's I an, a, an actual. I don't think so. Wow, that yeah. is that is quite the life to live. And we put such a big, no pun intended, premium on the size of a man's penis. Obviously, mm. you're not showing it to everyone, but the idea is yes, I am. psychologically we're assigning all sorts of things about that. Yeah. It, it, what's your take on that really quickly? So uh, just like on. just like anything else, the way that uh, women feel pressured to look a certain way, men we get a lot we get off a little bit easier than them, uh no pun intended. Jeez, but but um but yeah, we still are, you know, you got to have the six pack. You got to wear the nicest clothes. You got to have a big dick, you know, whatever the bleep it is. And there is also a, have you ever heard of a buried penis, Tyler? Have yes, you, I have. Have you ever heard of that? I have. And what do you think that is? It's a penis that's inverted, Ryan. So Tyler, if we could go back to that mm. inbox. Uh, I accidentally yeah. opened it. Ah, yeah, you son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. You should be buried. Yeah. Oh, it's just balls. Yeah, that is that is a buried penis, Tyler. That is, so that. That's unfortunate. Now, now, uh, and uh, you probably don't know a lot about this. Now, when that man is excited, will he be able to, uh, will his penis then be back? Like goes in from an innie to an outie? Sure. I'm like not a, sure. Like a reverse nipple. I like, don't know. It could be rectified. No. <laughs> But intended. I'll stop saying that. They're yeah. all intended. Yep, yep. I mean every single one of them. Yep. And uh, that's and that that's is micro penai. <laughs> uh, Ryan, last week you called Jason Momoa white. Are we eventually going to be canceled? Hell yeah, I suck toes. Joseph Jason Namakea Momoa, crack ass, crack ass, <laughs> born, was born in Nanakuli, Honolulu, Hawaii. His father is of partial native Hawaiian ancestry, and his mother is of Pawnee ancestry, which is a Native American tribe that was home to Nebraska. I'm familiar with the Pawnee tribe from Parks and Recreation, Tyler. Oh, I think it was uh, the city of Pawnee. I don't think it was. I believe I believe we can review if we care is based upon those Indians. Oh, okay. Um, what I meant was that he wasn't black. And I think it's much like in the NBA, you're either white European or not white European. That's it. You know what I mean? But you said white. <laughs> you just said white. You know what I mean? No, I don't. Can anybody say anything anymore? You might as well just call them gray. Can He's just in a gray area of skin tone. Can anybody just make <laughs> sweeping generalizations about somebody else's ethnicity anymore? I guess not. This is bullshit, Tyler. I <laughs> thought I lived in America. Not anymore. <laughs> These colors don't run. Well, it's because I took a trip to Cuba, and now because of this new decree, I got to fucking live here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I wish I hadn't done that while you were traveling I feel like it was intentional. Last week, I discussed the most dangerous tourist attractions. Did I find exactly what I was looking for? Yes. That is not correct. 
That is not correct, Tyler, because I didn't find the most dangerous man-made ones. But unfortunately, I waited until right before we were about to record to look this up. Of course. So let's work with what we do have. I have four here. You tell me if you've heard of them. Number one, Half Dome Yosemite National Park. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. It's a mountain in Yosemite National Park where I would love to go to Yosemite. I would love to go to Yellowstone. I would love to go to any of those national parks. Is the Half Dome, is that the one that has the totally smooth uh, wall to it? I believe that to be the case. And just people from, uh, from being struck by lightning to cardiac arrest to rocks falling, just natural occurrences. I believe somewhere around 600 people. I, I just read it and I did not retain the information mm, that much, mm. but that is up there. What else do you ask? I didn't. The Cliffs of Moher in Ireland, Tyler. You've heard of this one? I have heard of this one. A lot of people fall off specifically because they want to take photos. And the wind up there is yeah. at such a dire level that they close it at certain points. Our parents have been there. A woman I used to date had been there and they have a big giant monument to these people with their names of the people who had died, not only to serve as remembrance, but also to warn you this many people have died. Mm -hmm. Number three, Colorado River, Tyler. Colorado River, because of the topography and, you know, rainfall and certain things, it is so wildly dangerous up near where we went whitewater rafting, Tyler. I believe it. And finally, New Smyrna Beach, Florida, Tyler. Have you ever heard of New Smyrna Beach? I have not. The highest rate of shark attacks. Oh, wow. Florida is at the very epicenter of shark attacks. Did you know that? In the world or in the country? We can review and we can review, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, just one that I've, that I've seen myself. When I went to Iceland, we went to the black beaches of Iceland, and they have- Name drop. They have a sign right there on the beach that says, go no further than this point. Waves will come up sweep you in freezing cold water and you will never be seen again. And they had like the number of people that had happened to or whatever. I got to tell you, top of my list of ways I do not want to die. Mm -mm. I, mm -mm. the idea of being taken out to a frigid sea, uh, Ernest Hemingway painted it as such a romantic picture, but I, <laughs> I don't think I want to go out that way. Ryan, last week I mentioned plants that are nocturnal. Oh yeah. Was I supremely confident when I delivered that info? That is not correct. Oh, that's a wet one. However, I was shocked to read that there are, in fact, nocturnal plants. Do you remember what the name for the opposite of nocturnal is? Um, diurnal. Diurnal. It came to me as I was waiting for you to respond. Thank you. We're getting smarter, Tyler. We're retaining. We're not just farting out this information. We're keeping some of it. Are we? I don't know. There, is a, uh, there are lots of nocturnal plants, as a matter of fact, because uh, plants, normally, the majority of them, bloom during the day they open up for sure for photosynthesis sure and they open up for uh bees butterflies those kind of things to pollinate them. absolutely but there are and i was shocked to learn this not just about the plants but did you know that bats and moths also pollinate absolutely i did not know that absolutely so there are certain plants that bloom at night oh wow and wait for these nocturnal creatures that only obviously come out at night to pollinate them last week i asked was popeye based on a real person tyler mm. was he Yes. Hell yeah, I suck toes. Oh. Uh, the, uh, I mean, who friggin' knows? There is no such thing as a fact. But a lot of information on the internet pointed to Frank Rocky Fiegel, 
Oh, that's definitely a name. A man who lived in the Popeye creator's hometown of Chester, Illinois, Tyler. I hope he got some royalty checks. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. To pay for those surgeries he obviously had to get done (laughs) on those forearms. Serious melanoma. (laughs) Now, he was not a spinach-eating sailor. Actually, he was a bartender who was more likely to toss back some bourbons, Tyler. Mm. Which, if you ask me, is a way better show. Well, and I think... Bourbon would help me to fight a lot better than spinach. Well, it depends upon how many you had. And that is a weekend review. The spinach or the bourbon? Oh, he's over spinach. He can't handle himself. Oh, my goodness. He's turning green. Tyler, what do you have going on for a segment? Ryan, it's time for another round of Better Know Your History. Let's go. For those of you who don't know, I give Ryan three stories. Two are true, and he has to guess which one is false. If he gets it right, he wins and the show is all the worse off because of it. Sure. If you lose, you will be relegated to embarrassment and shame for the rest of your days. Are you ready, Ryan? Let's get it, girl. All right. It's time to begin another round of Better Know Your History, Killer Freaks Edition. Let's go, baby. Ryan. Yo. Story one, Ryan. Pick a side. Hans Schmidt. German town of Aschwenaburg. Nailed it. 1881. He had two loves at an early age. He loved Roman Catholic rituals and would even play priest at a homemade altar. The other love, watching the cows and pigs being processed at the local slaughterhouse. Okay. At 25, he was ordained in Germany in 1904, and by 1912, he was at St. Boniface Church in Manhattan. Okay. I believe all that so far. At the same time, Austrian housekeeper Anna Amuller joined the club. As with these stories, the two began having an affair. Okay. A tale as old as time, sure. Ryan. T-A-I-L. Less than a year later, they were married in secret. Schmidt performed it himself. I didn't know they could do that. Holy Schmidt. Not too long after that, Anna was pregnant. Now, you can't be a priest and be married with a child. So obviously, what is the rational thing that you must do in that situation? Kill right him! You would be right if you said, butcher them with a butcher knife. I didn't say that. I said, because kill the dirty <laughs> bastards. Jesus. They're threatening my income. He sliced Anna's throat with a butcher knife. Wow. In the apartment that he rented for her. I feel like a butcher knife would not be the right tool to implement an, a throat cutting. You got to work with the tools that are given to you, that's, Ryan. That's more of a hacker. As the good book says. What, what book? I don't know. He then proceeded to saw off her head with a hacksaw, cut the body in two, and then dumped her in the Hudson River. The body washed ashore, he was questioned, and within minutes admitted to his crime. Hans Schmidt remains the only priest ever sentenced to death in the U.S. Jesus will bail me out. I mean, it'll have to be in the next lifetime. Story number two. In 1852, at the age of 13, Akio Chen was sold by her family to Mal Chin Lee, the ringleader of a small traveling circus. 
she quickly realized that this wouldn't be the pleasant kind of human trafficking you're always hearing about. Oh, man. She was immediately forced into labor along with other children. Apparently, they would just travel the land and buy children from their parents. She was forced to pick up animal shit, clean after the other carnies, anything you could think of, she and the other kids were subjected to. And it wasn't just the back-breaking labor, but the nightly visits from the different carnies every night that really broke her. With sexo? Yes. Ah. Right. Four years of this she endured. That is, until she finally decided she had had enough. She waited for the night when the ringleader, Mal Chin, made the rounds, and as he drunkenly mounted her, in one fluid moment, she brought the knife up to his neck and killed him instantly. I hope she used a butcher knife. The same one as a matter of fact. <laughs> best, best tool for that. And thus, the spree killing commenced. After he gave in to his wounds, Akio left the body and went from tent to tent, removing everyone that had hurt her. And the rumor goes on to say that she goes to run the circus, but I just want that to be true. I don't know if it's actually a thing. In my mind, that is Madagascar 3. <laughs> and story number three, Ryan. Get your damn dirty claws off me. Grady Styles Jr., a.k.a. Lobster Boy. Lobster Boy, that's right, was born in Pittsburgh in 1937. He was born with what is known as Lobsterus Claudius. Actrodactyly. Yeah, yeah. Which fuses the fingers together into lobster claws. He had like three, two big fingers two. and one thumb, right? Two. He just had, he had, he had just the two oh, wow. lobster claws. Yes, yeah, a Vulcan. He had a rare case of not only having it of the hands, but of the feet as well, which means he could not walk his entire life. It's crazy. He, it's really terrible to yeah. be afflicted with something like this. So he got around a lot of, most of the time in a wheelchair, but got really used to pushing himself on the ground. Right. He fell in love with another Carney. Yep. I really wanted to make this one the circus edition. But Heavy Carney themed. The third one didn't uh, pan out, unfortunately. He fell in love with a woman named Donna. Now, as you can imagine, the marriage didn't go great. They married, they were in love. Were you gonna ask a question? Nope. He became an alcoholic and subsequently, as most, most alcoholics are wont to do, became very abusive towards his wife. Well, you could imagine living that life could probably be very stressful on your psychological your responses to things. You mean just being born in the 1800s and how difficult that must have been? Plus, the lobster thing. Lobster claws. Yep, yeah, yeah, and then living in a, in a circus, you know? He became incredibly abusive towards his wife and child. The day before his daughter's wedding, the man, which he did not approve of, had his head removed by Mr. Styles. It's a, it's a family tradition, Tyler. <laughs> it is. They're, uh, they're praying manti. He was caught, obviously. They knew immediately that he had done it. <laughs> taken, to, taken to court, his defense, while showing absolutely no remorse and admitting to the crime, his defense was, there is no jail in this country that can support somebody like me with my deformity. He was let off with 15 years probation. Makes sense to me, man. I mean, you've paid your, your price to society just by being a lobster boy, and we salute you. For whatever the reason, his wife, after divorcing him while he was going through the trial of his of the, for the murder, mm -hmm. decided to get back with him a few years later. 
The abuse got so bad that she then hired 17-year-old neighbor Chris Wyant, paid him $1,500 to murder this man. Okay. Done did it. Okay. And she was quoted as saying, my husband was going to kill my family. I believe that from the bottom of my heart. So story one, Ryan, pick a side. Hans Schmidt, Roman Catholic priest and butcher. Number Lobster boy. Lobster boy. Number three or, or number two. The, the woman who had been molested, who took out all of her anger. Kill Bill style. Basically like Ching Chi, the pirate that we took about, who, who once her husband died, she took over sure. piracy. Uh, this, she okay. murdered this guy and took over the uh, circus. Sure. I'm the ringleader now. Uh, my guess is I'm going to say number two. That's right, Ryan. Yay. I did it. You nailed it. And so did you, Tyler. Why uh, did you already know the answer? Or did you know it? Because you knew the third story. I'll tell you exactly what it is. I know about Lobster Boy. Also, I know that you will take any chance you can have at shining the church in a poor light. You heathen. And really, I just guessed. I just oh, I, I was going to say, I didn't even think of it. Like I, I, I just threw it out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, it was one or two. I chose two. Uh, story number one is totally true. Uh, this man got married while he was a priest, couldn't handle the fact that he was going to get found out with a pregnant wife, cut her head off, chopped her body in half, dumped her, and then immediately gave himself up. Like once he was questioned, he's like, yeah, I did it. Some yeah. of the most spiritual people are some of the most, Fucked up people, people who adapt to a dogma and live in that terms. In a lot of ways, in my personal experience, a lot of the most religious people that I've known have also been a lot of the meanest people that I know. Yeah, I think religion gives a lot of people the ability to have the holier than thou, literally, literally. attitude uh, about themselves. And story three, Lobster Boy, as you can imagine, being born in the late 1800s with- Not that bad. Extradactily, it's got to be a rough life. Ryan, you have one better know your history. Hey, hey, lobster- it pisses me off. The, the, the show is worse for it, you bastard. Lobster Boy. Yeah, and he's dead. I think that's, oh, well- yeah. yeah, nonetheless. You know, you know Lobster Boy? Yeah. Dead. And Fuktov. Yeah. Tyler, that is a great job. You deserve two of those. And uh, we made it, Tyler. We did it this week. Uh, great job. I'm Hooray. impressed by you. Better. Call Saul. Call Saul. Now, Tyler, please tell them how they can get in touch with us. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Uh, just go to the website and click all the buttons. Uh, please, please click all the... All the All right, Tyler, just really quickly on the way out. I don't want to. I know. I understand. But just, this is kind of the theme of the show, so please tell the audience what you're looking at. Tyler! What (laughs) the fuck is wrong with you? It's not an audio medium. What the fuck, man? You're going to have to bleep all this out, Tyler. What's the problem? What's the deal? It's Lemon Party with our faces. <laughs> Can you describe to the people who don't know what... Le- and if you don't know what LemonParty.org is... You're it, blessed. Yes. Uh, please, if you're at work, please look it up. If you're driving, use you know your hand uh, and, and stare directly at who, the phone. Who sent that to you? What? 
lemon party with us? Uh, I made it myself, Tyler. I made it myself. Are you the- serious? Yeah, it wasn't easy. Could you describe to the to the? It's three old dudes blowing each other. But not this and one. And Ryan photoshopped <laughs> the three Menendez brothers' faces on the three old men. <laughs> you and I are kissing. Michael's got a a mouthful of hog. I'm not even kissing you. I'm leaning over your your naked body, and we're both just seductively <laughs> smiling at the camera. And Michael is kissing the tip of your penis. Yeah, he certainly is. This is going to haunt me for the rest of my days. He's a gentle lover. We've got new, you've got male sound. What, what, what made you want to do this? I just, I don't know, dude. I told you while we were working together at the same time, I'm like, my sense of humor is weird. I agree. Uh, And Tyler, I think it all comes down to this. What is the moral of the story? It's so fitting. My moral of the story. I just... Ryan, for session 97, you're making me rethink this. For session 97, my theme is be yourself. Brotherly love. Be yourself. Brotherly love. Unless yourself is Ryan. Yeah, I Be somebody else. Otherwise, be yourself. I thought growing up that the advice given to you, be yourself, was the most ridiculous bullshit you could give somebody. Be yourself. You don't want to be yourself. Myself sucks. Incorrect. Be yourself because unless you're being yourself, everything else comes off as disingenuous and nobody likes disingenuous. And you're deeply unhappy. If you're constantly running from yourself, you will never, in my opinion, achieve contentment. Yeah, or you're just looking at a picture of Lemon Party with your brother. Sure. Ryan, what's the moral of the fucking story? My moral of the story is, do you think I should send this through to Michael right now? Should I text this to Michael? Absolutely. Do you think so, for real? Absolutely, yes. Okay, hold on one second. Setting it up. It would be great if you responded while we were still doing the show. My moral of the story, Tyler, is that Lobster Boy should have been J-Lo's professional nipple tweaker. I believe that they were built to be together, and if there's anybody who can soothe the savage beast, it's that fly girl Jennifer Lopez, Tyler. Unfortunately, chronologically, your joke doesn't make any sense because they weren't alive at the I don't time. give a shit. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll tweak you. How so? Red circle. So what I was saying was, as I get my cheat in order, is on, if in case you missed it, what's going on with you, but on the last mini sesh, a little smaller episode where Tyler and I tell stories back and forth to one another, Tyler reprimanded me. I did. And the reason that I bring it up is because I thought it made for great radio and i love the idea of you calling me on my bullshit when i'm in the middle of it i think that makes i i just think that's interesting well it made for great radio because it was real yeah that's what that's what i mean after it happened i was like hmm maybe i should have brought this up and not let it build up inside of me longer than it already has Uh, what was it for again oh about because you don't listen to me i'm nonsensical in my responses i'm doing my own show in my head and I'm not allowing you to be a part of it. Correct. Yep. 
So we're not going to be able to change that. So what What are we going to do, Tyler? I'm guessing I'm just going to have to murder you after a certain amount of time. I grow to resent you. It builds up inside of me. Eventually, I'm too narcissistic to kill myself. So then I'm going to have to let my anger out, and I'm going to do things to you. Well, in the spirit of brotherhood, in the stuff. spirit of family, Butt stuff. I would like to tell you, that I think I could fucking take you. So bring that shit on through. I buddy. know where you sleep, motherfucker. I know I'll where come, you sleep. I'll, I'll come, well, you'll be sleeping. On a bed that sometimes has sheets, sometimes doesn't. I got to wash my sheets. <laughs> Tyler. I, I mean it. I love that you called me out on it. And I, I'm also proud that I immediately just, uh, I wasn't defensive. I just apologized and we went on with the show. Agreed. That it was a teaching moment. Tyler. Empanadas. Cuban Jamaican beef fatties. Delicious and yes. Uh, they You're are, absolutely right? right, yeah. From yeah. around well, the world, everybody has their own version of that kind of food. Well, the Jamaican beef patty uh, is 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 when they put the two tortillas flat against each other, whereas the Jamaican empanada- Jamaican be hungry. The, the, the empanada, <laughs> they fold in half. I, but, it's, but it's filled with meat. It's filled with goodness. It's delicious. I think that it is- folded the same way with the Jamaican beef patty. I think that's all one. Now they're made of different materials. Mm. We can review if it's interesting. I mean, I haven't had a I Jamaican, love Jamaican beef patty. I haven't had one of those since elementary school. I love mm. empanadas. And okay. for all you gringo ass crackers out there right here, it is just some meat inside of a, of a pastry a pastry. Oh yeah. Think of dessert, oh. but instead of sweetness, it's meat. Save oh yes, it is. Yeah. It's savory, Tyler. Oh, but there's also dessert empanadas, right? You could get a, a guava empanada. Oh yeah. When I was in Amsterdam, they have they have sh- these little shops on every corner where they sell like, marijuana. Like, well, yes, that too. And then but, you want an empanada. But they love waffles over there, man. Really? They love waffles and the waffles are delicious. I love I love a waffle. I love a waffle. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> I have love those big, slurring when I say a waffle. They have those big Belgian waffles with the big old like like for the syrup, the big cups, the for big the syrup. Belgian dips. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of food, and this one's real. Uh, I say a bunch of bullshit that doesn't mean anything. I got on a this subject show. for us as well. Go ahead. Please. Okay. Fantastic. There is another fallen victim of the pandemic. Remember how last week or two weeks ago? Who can fucking tell anymore? It's uh, all one big day. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And not a great one. No. And I told you, fast food places are just. They've used the pandemic to be like, listen, shit's crazy. Yeah. We're just going to lock our doors at 4.30 p.m. when I don't want to see your stupid faces anymore. Sit for hours in the drive-thru. We are turning the food off, actually. So you guys can scatter back to your homes. Go ahead. Scatter. Sure. (laughs) You feel free to dig through the dumpster, but you're like the 10th (laughs) one here. So I don't know what you're going to find. I have another fallen victim from the pandemic. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. Pollo Tropical. (laughs) Go on. That is if you are real tropical chicken guys right yeah. tropical chicken yeah heard of it yes delicioso i eat there all the time big old italian kiss. cuban kiss sure that's just a punch tyler so what one of the best things about the about pollo tropical is you can go in i don't like drive-thrus i like to just expedite my my situation because schlubs like you are sitting out in the in the fast food drive through and it takes forever. So I go in. I'm going to put pressure on you with my face. Oh, excuse me. But while you're in there, you can get little cups of salsa, of cilantro ranch kind of thing, of all these different stuff. Uh-huh. 
Because th- that's it. They don't do it anymore. That yeah. has been shut down because of the quarantine. Well, it's not just because of quarantine because I was there recently actually because, well, because of the supply chain issues, they can't actually get sauces to the I restaurant. I don't want to hear your problems. I want salsa. <laughs> it's kind of like everybody's problems. Salsa. <laughs> Bring it to me. Yeah, no, the salsa is good, but, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I woke up. Uh, and this woman, when I finally got to the drive-thru, had obviously been getting the same question angrily all day long because I was like, do you guys have any sauces? And she was Hispanic. And there was a, a paper on the on the window that said, hey, we're out of sauces. And she hit that window. I wow. thought she was going to put her fist through it. Wow, what a dick. Okay, I want to hear what else you got. Hey, and if you guys... Uh, happen to have a computer. If you happen to have YouTube, if not, you should check it out. You can watch videos whenever you want. It's pretty yeah, amazing. We don't want the pores listening to us. So if you don't have the equipment to listen to this show, forget about us. We don't want you here. Buzz off. Mm-hmm. But uh, go ahead and check us out on YouTube. We've got a pretty cool background going right now that is going to tie into everything that we're doing today. Oh, wonderful. Tyler, what? Uh, Ryan finally comes out. What? Uh, did you notice this candle that I lit over here, Tyler? I got a little can. Can you smell it? Can you smell it? It smells like, wait, 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 wait. That smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, Ryan. No, no, no. You're, you're getting wafts of my fingers. Ah. That is Endless Weekend. Today is National Candle Day. Yesterday was National Bartender Day. Did you know that? I didn't know that. A weird People series of, of holidays. 2% less rude to me yesterday. I can't imagine that's a real number. That's like 600% in Ohio. Yeah. What do you got, Tyler? Give me something. Taco to me. School shooter, Ryan. No, no, thank you. I'm, I'm busy for the weekend, but I appreciate you offering. School shooter. Yeah, there was another school shooter. Another school I, I don't shooting. know much about it. Mm-hmm. Is this like get in? So we probably shouldn't go there. No, actually, the only thing that I wanted to discuss, because details are still ongoing, they have the kid in custody. He yeah, murdered, didn't, didn't kill himself. He d- did not kill himself, and the cops didn't kill him either. You think maybe things might be a little bit different if he's not white, but who knows? He, uh, you know, his shoelaces got tied together, and he shot himself in the back he of the mouth. F- he fell down on this knife in the back <laughs> of his head five times. 17 times. Gravity's weird when shit is in extreme mode. So, and I, uh, the people out there do not quote me on all the details, but what did emerge that I find so interesting is the state is actually going after the parents oh the parents are going to be charged so now wait I- wait wait wait. and they've decided this within a couple of days oh 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 the story goes way beyond that we are past the point of them being charged you ready for this shit i certainly am he why, should- why are you saying this in a joyous fashion because i'm excited by how blown away by the story Tell you're her, going to be it's national candle day bro like your candles got me all all relaxed red and hot and bothered feeling good and you're absolutely right i should not use that tone when talking about uh, abso- a school shooting absolutely not because weird we got dark humor here and probably my face i just recorded this on video this is probably bad you seem delighted i seem delighted okay let me let me bring down the somber mood I just, I feel really good today, Ryan. Do you really? I feel really good today. Because you were very quiet while we were in here at at first, and I wasn't sure what was going on with you. I was just concentrating. Okay, It's cool. very difficult for me. Cool. So he shoots up the school, and the, the state decides, we're, we have him already. We're going to go after the parents. We're going to, you know, tack on to them, whatever it is. Uh, I, I was going to ask you, what, how does that work? Where it's like manslaughter, um, uh, I forget the actual term, manslaughter, whatever it is. But but because they gave him access to guns, is that where their head's at? Correct. Okay. Correct. Come, we talk. I agree with that. Yeah. Come, we talk. Details come out that they sent him a text saying, don't do it. 
the day of the shooting. Come to find out, it was after he had already shot up the school. Well, they knew that he was good. No. Oh. When they learned that he did it to cover their own asses, they sent him a text. Don't do it. So did they secretly want him to do it? Like, no. What? What? They got him the gun illegally. Oh. They bought it for him for Christmas wow. or for his birthday, whatever it was, posted it all over social media, everything. He was caught looking up uh, to buy ammo in class, was also caught with papers. I don't know if this was the same instance but with drawings of him shooting and killing people yeah. saying, please make the voices stop or something along those lines. Yikes. Basically every red flag you can imagine. Right. The parents, when they found those drawings, fought to keep him in school that day, which was, which was the same day that he shot up the school. When he was caught looking up uh, ammo, it was found that they text him, LOL, just don't get caught next time. It was like almost like three buddies talking to each other well and that's why i've been saying for a long time if you want to be a good parent you got to hate your kid yeah you can't enjoy being with them because they'll kill agreed or if you're gonna get them a gun you gotta at least you know you gotta pistol whip them every once in a while just to remind them hey i'm in charge here you're you're a henchman i'm the evil boss yeah uh that's pretty crazy Uh and a lot of times these things are genetic because that sounds like somebody with Mental issues. If you are the parents went on the run. Yeah. They went on the run. It was found that they withdrew four thousand dollars out of an ATM and disappeared. Wow. They were found in a basement last night. Okay. Well, look, man, it sounds to me like it's a crazy story. They deserve to be prosecuted. For sure. I, I just you don't see that. The kid is in jail, about to be prosecuted, and the parents just leave him high and dry. Just take off on well, it. Well, I mean, at that point, number one, there's nothing you could do for yourself. And number two, they probably knew that they had some, they, they were going to have some answers that needed to be answered. We don't like judging people. I'm going to go ahead and call it okay to judge these people. They seem to be absolute dog shit well, of let's, human beings. <laughs> well, good thing you don't judge people, but when you do. I gave I gave myself permission on that one. You bring it up to the very highest level. Dog shit, right? Dog shit it is. I agree with you. Uh, yep, that's pretty terrible. Different than my uh, Pollo Tropical Stop Giving Out Sauces take. I don't have a GBI this week, so I, I really wanted to get it in and, no and discuss it. No problem. Uh, yes, I don't know where to go with that other than bad. Don't do that. Bad. No. no. Uh, and the last thing is, and this actually hasn't even been as much of a problem recently. We're getting better at it, but I want to bring the audience in on it. I want to talk about you laughing out loud. I want to explain to the audience how you have now been charged with laughing at my jokes when they're not funny, yeah. uh, really faking it, and I want them to, to be part of that process. What's your take on that? Well, I'm certainly trying to find the right balance between laughing to add Maniacally. The, the sound to the show and not wanting to overdo it and become like a Stugatz where you're just laughing at everything that's being said. And that's what I want. No. It's that's just, what I it's, want. It's so... Uh, um, not real. It's so disingenuous. It's so disingenuous. Well, I'm thinking that maybe what I'll do is I will pistol whip you a couple of times and remind you that you're the henchman. I'm the evil boss. You laugh like a fucking fool whenever I say anything funny, like right now. Except I'm not the henchman. You and I are co-evil geniuses. No! Go fuck yourself. No! Pistol whip yourself, Tyler. If I, if I could give myself a concussion just to forget <laughs> this conversation. 